0: Welcome to Behind the Business Podcast. Each week I'll be sharing episodes taking you behind the scenes of industry leading creative small businesses. We'll talk about the real life, messy behind the scenes process of what it takes to build a successful business. Hopefully each episode helps you combat the perception of perfection within our industry. I hope each episode encourages you to keep showing up no matter how imperfectly so that you can make your own unique impact on this world. Grab a cup of coffee or wine and let's dive right in. Cheers. All right. Hi, guys. I have Amber on today, and I am so, so excited for a chat. Amber and I have known each other since meeting each other through Hope's Mastermind, and I think the beginning of 2020. Um, and ever since, we have had so many conversations on Boxer, back and forth about business and life. And now I get to work with Amber as a part of her team. And so I'm super excited to have her on the podcast because she is. A wealth of knowledge, but also just such a breath of fresh air when it comes to balancing all things business and life. Um, so I'm really excited for our chat. Amber,
1: can you introduce yourself really quickly? Oh, Thank you so much, Anali. That was so sweet. That was such a sweet introduction. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Amber Brogdon-Page, and I am a wife and a mama to a toddler, and I have a creative business. So I started as a photographer and did families and weddings, and then I kind of transitioned out of that mostly into a digital space um, just because that's, you know, passions change and that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so now I am doing um, online digital printables and I'm still shooting some here and there, but I am mostly in the digital space and I live in Tallahassee, Florida. Yeah. And
0: I have loved your printables since like seeing them and just love this like new direction that you're taking your business. Cause it's like very Amber. I feel like that's the best way of putting it (laughs) in. So you guys have to check out her printables. They are like the cutest things ever. Like everyone needs them in their life. But um, diving right in, what is one thing that you would tell Amber who started the business um, however many years ago it was that you first started? Because it's been a while now.
1: Yeah, that's a very good question because um, I started in 2012. So that was way before I had a baby. I had a baby Mm -hmm. in 2018. So, um, I was at a whole different space in my life then Mm -hmm. than I am now. Um, but I think the thing that I've learned the most, and that has really stuck out with me is to not do something just because you think that's what you're supposed to do or to make other people happy or Mm -hmm. people pleasing. I think that, Throughout my journey, I have I've really just tried to you know do the best I can, of course, in my whole brand to um, you know give the best experience and that kind of thing. But sometimes, like you get to a point where you're like, okay, like what am I doing to make me happy? And you know, is this mm-hmm. what I want to do? So, I would tell young college age Amber to just kind of you know trust your gut and just go with that. And like it really does not matter what everyone else is doing in this mm-hmm. space. And, um, you know, try to be different, like try to be unique and, and find your own space.
0: I have actually a question that um, I hadn't like mentioned before, but hearing you talk, I just thought of this. Um, what is maybe one example within your like older photography business where maybe it wasn't something that you see all the other photographers doing, but you made this decision within your business to run it a certain way in order to serve your life and like your
1: own strengths and like time and energy? That is such a great question. I I really think that for me, I always get stressed out or anxious when I see like, you know, a ton on my calendar and on my schedule. And so I think that there was like, this point where I was seeing everybody seemingly everybody post you know fully booked I have you know 50 Mm -hmm. weddings on the calendar and I'm like that gives me anxiety like that is not my happiness that's not what I strive for and for some people it may Mm -hmm. um it may be what they want or you know what their life and you know business like model is but for me that wasn't something I wanted to do so I from the very beginning um made sure that I try not to overcommit my schedule. And so for me, an ideal like wedding, when I was shooting weddings would be like 12 a year and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would fill, you know, my, my calendar with other things that brought me joy. But for me, I just didn't want to be, you know, working all the time as far as like a service-based service goes.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I can totally relate with that. I was very much so the same where, I took a smaller amount of weddings every single year just because that was what I was most comfortable with and felt like I could serve my clients with. And another thing that maybe is like a little bit unpopular in the industry is I never took a doubleheader weekend. Like I've never taken a doubleheader weekend up until this day. I think the like closest wedding wise that I've had has been one that I shot myself on Friday and then I second shot one on Sunday. And I know that there is like maybe a little bit of Money lost in that decision, but also a lot of sanity and less yes, he's <laughs> gained with that. Um, and I always used to think like I'm not sure if this is going to just detract from overall like business goals or like revenue hit for the year, but it was never like I like regretted making that dis- decision at the end of the year. So. It's kind right. of an unpopular take. So I love that you just like encourage people to, you know, do what feels right to you, um, no matter what point of business you're in. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about work life balance. I don't know if balance is the right word, but <laughs> management of time and energy in the sense of what does that look like for you in this season? And how do you kind of keep a pulse on it as you just grow and evolve in your business?
1: Yes. So the, the whole work-life balance thing, I mean, I think we're all trying to find like a juggle, you know, and it's like Mm -hmm. people ask all the time, like, how do you balance it? And I'm like, I don't, you know, and, and sometimes my work gets a little bit more of like my attention and then other times Mm -hmm. in other seasons, like it's my family and I try to do the best that I can do. And like you said, it's always, like checking in with myself, even like each week to just say like, okay, what's going on this week? You know, um, I I have a heavier workload. So I'm going to need to be really intentional about setting this time, you know, with my family and making sure that I, you know, spend time with Beckett and that we have everything prepped out for the week. So I feel like I have a little bit more control in that side of my life, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say just that, you know, just checking in with myself and and seeing what that looks like but i i have full-time childcare, so um i try to work during the day like during my work hours and then Mm -hmm. when i get back from preschool i try to unplug and be as present as i can be um in the evenings and that's more of like our family time and so it's not always perfect you know there's some Mm -hmm. nights that once he goes to bed i pull out my laptop and I'm just in a season right now of like a weird transitional pivot. And Mm so it's requiring some time, um, some extra time for me and some extra energy. But I know that like that, you know, it's all, it's all a juggle. And so as long as I keep the important things like up in the air, then we're good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Um, and I know that you mentioned just like evaluating your like upcoming week. So like when throughout the week, do you take time to look at the next week? Like tactically, what does that look like?
1: Yeah. So I like to do it every Sunday. So um, on Sundays, we'll, me and my husband, will just take a, you know, 30 minutes or so and look at the calendar for the upcoming week and just see what we have going on in the calendar. Um, And it's it varies, you know, with our, with our business. And so mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's like a heavier workload, sometimes it's not. And um, we'll just kind of plan out what we're, what we're doing for the week. And then we will plan out our meals. And so we'll go ahead and make our grocery list that day. And we'll, um, you know, I'll go ahead and pick out Beckett's outfits for the week and check the weather and put those in the little organizational, you know, bin. Um mm-hmm and just kind of do what I can to make it easier, um, on mm-hmm. myself. So I try to, um, go ahead and pack our bags, like his daycare bag and everything and have it ready and by the door for Monday and just kind of like reset. I like a weekly reset so I can just have like a fresh start, you know? Yeah. I
0: love that. And I feel like I use the very same term. I kind of do like a reset, but I do mine on Fridays where I'll like oh. put things into my planner for like the next week, like clean up the space. Yes, <laughs> um, and kind of just that. like that's that's also when I do, um, like most of my meal planning. I've kind of switched to trying to plan out general meals on a monthly basis just so that I can look at that monthly list every single week and just be like, okay, here's like what we have kind of planned, here's what I actually like need to get from the grocery store. So I'll that's like a great a list. Idea. On yeah. A daily basis. Um, just cause like sometimes I feel like I'm a little burned out at the end of the week of like I don't know what we should eat for this exactly. upcoming week. So like it's really easy because um I just like put it on the monthly spread and the Cultivate What Matters like power sheets like that's that's the tool that I use for it. Um, and that was something new that I started this year, but that's been working pretty well. Um, but yeah, I always like love getting to hear about how everyone just, like manages like the little
1: things. Yes. So I love, love that, that too, Manali. I think I'm going to have to try that because you and I both have this shared love of batch working and batch mm-hmm. planning and batching all the things. And so I feel like even if I tried to, you know, go ahead and just pick out meals for the month, that might even mm-hmm. work better. So that's super Give it a try. Let, yeah. me,
0: let me know what you think. Um, I, will. I have like a whole meals list just in the back of my planner is just things that I'll pull from. And then I'll go back and look at like previous months of like maybe something fun that we did if I yeah. ever like draw a blank while I'm filling it out um but it doesn't take very long because it's usually just like a rotation of things that I already know how to cook yes. and things it taste good and that we like yes so, um but yeah let me know what you think when you try it that's awesome here. yes um, I'm excited I
1: think that'll work really well
0: yeah yeah. I, I like having it bashed in that way. I, in the past, I was like, maybe I can make a grocery list for each week, but that was just too much. So I still yeah. do that on a weekly basis, but yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, oh, oh, diving back into the balance part of things. Um, next question that I had for you um, is, can you talk about how you have balanced your passion profit and time over the years and kind of maybe what that looks like for you in this season of pivoting as well?
1: Yes, that's a good question. And I'm probably the worst person to ask about this because sometimes I feel like, what am I doing? Like, you know, I'm the type of person that like, when I have an idea in my head or a passion, I'm like, okay, like, let's do it. I want to do it Mm -hmm. very much. So like activator, like I just want to do it. And so sometimes I take the leap and I don't necessarily like methodically plan everything out because that's just my that's just how I am (laughs) which drives my husband crazy but I think that you know even when I do take a big leap or change something up um with like my passion I I just have to really make sure that I can figure out the profit part and make sure that I you know can still bring in money through photo shoots or Um, you know, weddings while I am growing another side of my business. That's kind of what it is right now. It's kind of a weird, a weird transitional period. And so um, I think that this season does require a little bit more time um, for me right now. And it's a weird thing because I'm, I'm doing so many different things. Like I'm, I'm, you know, doing family sessions and I'm finishing up with weddings. And then I just launched a podcast and then also this printable. So I have a lot of different things going on. Um, And so just trying to figure out like how to make it all work and how I can pivot out of some things and, you know, get the income going on my new streams. It's, I wish I could say like that I have a perfect balance, but I really don't. But <laughs> my time is, you know, just kind of trying to grow um, this new this new digital space, and um, but still serving my clients well. So right. nice. yeah. it's a struggle, you, but I, you know, I'm get I'm doing it. So no, you're, <laughs> trying you're my best. It. Yeah,
0: and you're doing it well too. I feel like I'm in a very similar oh. stage of business. And I was wondering, does it remind you of when you were first starting up? your photography business and kind of moving out of your past career like do you feel like it's similar or do you feel like it's different
1: yeah in a lot of ways it does feel very similar um I was a dental hygienist before I did photography full-time so I would I would you know go to my eight to five dental hygiene job and clean teeth, and then come home on the evenings in the summertime and do sessions and that type of thing. And then um, I went from full-time to part-time. And so I, it was kind of like slowly transitioning out of the dental hygiene space and then getting into um, working for myself. So it does, in a lot of ways, it's very similar, but I ha- I was in a totally different season of life. I was, you know, just engaged and then married um, and we didn't have Beckett then. So, um, yeah, it was, it's very similar and also very different because now I feel like we, you know, we have a house, so we have a mortgage and we have a baby and daycare and all the things. So a little bit more pressure now, but
0: <laughs> do you have experience under your yeah. belt this time around yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, I love that. And I wanted to get back into kind of like the tactical things that you use on a daily or weekly basis. Do you have Like a number one tool that you use in your business or your business and your life. It could be either
1: or. Yes. So I would say My Simplified Planner by Emily Lay. I know we're both lovers of that. (laughs) Um, I'm just such a pen and paper type girl that um, that would be my number one. That's like my lifeline as far as business and life goes Mm because everything goes in that. Uh And um, I have the daily one. So it's like a new fresh sheet every day, which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, But that would be my number one. But then Mm -hmm. closely following would be HoneyBook for keeping Mm -hmm. all things, um, you know, client work streamlined and organized. And then Trello, I've really loved working with you with Trello. And that has really kept us on the same page and like Mm -hmm. organizing all the thoughts. So if I can pick three, it would be that, but my number one would be my planner (laughs) and cultivate the power sheets. So power sheets for like monthly and yearly, like you know, goal setting and, and that type of thing, keeping me like on track and accountable has been really good too. So yeah, that's a lot. I love <laughs> Do
0: you have like, um, maybe like one tip or one hack for using either your simplified planner or I'll say Trello or HoneyBook, like either, either one of the three.
1: Yes. I would say for simplified planner, um, mm-hmm. to get the erasable, pins, the Frickson uh, yes. erasable pins, yeah. that is like one, like very practical thing, because if you don't like to have like scratch marks through everything or like white mm. out, then using the erasable pin is great. Um, and also just, you know, going ahead and, and looking, at your months and year ahead, and putting in important dates, and just kind of like spending a day, um, kind of tending to that, and putting in what you know is going to, you know, birthdays and and things like that, and time off that you want to do, um, and just kind of already having those on the calendar.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. I also use the the pilot friction friction pens, friction yes. right?
1: Yeah. I, I don't a, know. I don't I know how have to say a it.
0: Really, really funny, sad question, which I, I know some people, have you ever had yours erased because of the heat in Tallahassee?
1: No. And okay. I'm surprised because it's hot in humid here. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's why I feel like mine have survived throughout like Virginia summer heat, so, but yeah. I always wondered, cause I think heat is it because of the friction, the heat, that's what like erases it, I think.
1: Oh, but, well, that but I love sense. that.
0: It's, they're, they're Florida proof. So yes. <laughs> we can yes. I haven't had them. any
1: issues. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs>
1: no, no issues yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's like a, a funny side tangent, but I have like a more serious question that I wanted to yeah. get your thoughts on just because I know that you speak up about this on social. And I think that it's a conversation that we need to have more of in the creative industry but um are you willing to share just a little bit about how you have managed maybe burnout or anxiety in the past i know we touched on it a little bit earlier yeah. um but any encouragement for anyone out there who's kind of going through a similar season
1: yes I love that you're asking this and bringing light to it because I'm really big about like mental health awareness. And, you know, I think that we all have some kind of struggle with something, even if it's not depression or anxiety, you know, maybe like you said, it's burnout or something like that, but just being really aware of, you know, our, like how we're feeling. Um, and so I, you know, I, I think it's really good to have somebody to talk to, whether it's a friend, um, you know, and a personal friend or a business friend, or, Mm -hmm. you know, a counselor therapist, um, just somebody to talk to just to get things out of your head. Or even like, Mm -hmm. if you like to journal, that might be really good too. Um, and burnout, I think, you know, just really taking a look at what is going on in my life right now. What, what Mm -hmm. do I have on my plate? Like, you know I'm in a season right now where I have a lot of things like personal and business. And so I know that my I I don't have like the capacity for, you know, as much as I might have in another season. And so being really self-aware of that and knowing what I can what I can do and what I have the capacity for, not what somebody else has the capacity for is really, really helpful. So just kind of taking a look and, and giving yourself grace with that, because, um, I think that we just try to put so much pressure on ourselves and I am so guilty of this. I am probably the worst person for myself. Like, I'm always like, Oh, like, you know, keep going, do more. And I'm, Mm -hmm. and I'm like constantly having to tell myself, like, slow down. Like it's, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Take a break, you know, it's not worth, um, getting stressed out over or, um, you know, spreading myself too thin because then I'm good for nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody.
0: I'm the same way where it's like something that I've had to like refine almost like a muscle over the years of being like, yeah. it's okay to take a break. Like things are not going to fall apart or like crumble. If you like take 15 minutes, maybe even like, you need yeah. to just step aside, take a break or like an hour or even a day. And it was really funny because, recently I was out of the office for almost two weeks completely. My cousin got married and then our family was traveling and I was really, really worried because I hadn't taken that much time off in a really long time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably since July when I was still like out of office almost for a whole month, but kind of in and out of my inbox, like a little bit, like, but while I was traveling this past, um, like November, I I had like no cell phone signal even really. Wow. Um, and I was originally like planning on just, you know, keeping up with posting and stuff. I was going through a bit of a launch, um, but I was not really able to just because we hardly had like any cell phone reception yeah. at any point. Um, and I was so nervous going into the season and then coming out the other end of like just that time frame, like everything was totally fine. Like I just came back to running things like as they were, I still like had clients reaching out. I still booked clients like everything was okay so it was just a really good reminder again like towards the end of this year of being like it's okay to step away sometimes like yes it's probably
1: actually really good like you probably came Mm -hmm. back and did you feel like more refreshed or like Mm -hmm. yeah that's I think that's huge because we're so close into our business it's part of our personal brand and like everyday life that actually like physically not being able to check in is kind of Mm -hmm. a good thing sometimes I think yeah Yeah. It was kind of nice to
0: be like, okay, this isn't something that's like tempting me kind of on the side. It was just a very clean like break. And I was able to just really like focus my attention and energy elsewhere. And it was nice to have a bit of a brain break for a little while. Absolutely. I don't know about you, but even if I'm not actively working, like sometimes I'll start thinking about stuff in the back of my mind and then it's just kind of like, you know, it's always there, but um, it was really, really nice. And I'm planning on trying to take some more time off, just like that, towards the end of this year, just to like yes. before we dive right into 2022, um, yes. and check in on some more, do some things that I am like are very holiday related that I haven't had the time to do yet. So. I'm I super love excited about that. Good um, for you. Thank you, Amber. I um love that. which I wanted to ask you, like, how do you define self care? throughout the seasons and kind of what does it look like for you specifically? Yeah, that's,
1: that's a very good question because I think that there, a lot of people think self-care is just like, oh, like I'm going to go get my nails done and I'm going to go get Mm -hmm. a massage and, you know, whatever. And those things are great. Those things are awesome. But I think also like prioritizing your health and your like Mm -hmm. mental health as well. And so, um, making sure you're drinking enough water and, you know, moving Mm -hmm. your body, like simple things like that. And so for me, I, I really enjoy, um, working out at pure bar. So I like to go Mm -hmm. and take those classes. It's like, it's like 50 minutes. Um, and I do it a couple of times a week and it's just Mm -hmm. like my time to just like clear my head and like the music's really loud and it's like upbeat. And it's just like, it's just my time, you know, and I get like a good sweat and I'm working out. So it's good. Um, So that is one thing that I really do prioritize. And um, sometimes I think that maybe I am like a bit selfish with my time because I do like very much so prioritize my self-care because I know how important it is and how much I need it. So um, even self-care to me looks like, you know, keeping a somewhat clean house and like keeping up on top of like, you can't tell right now, like I'm everything's hidden in the corner, but (laughs) like, I try to like keep up on everything because for me that does like help me to feel better and to, you know, be like more inspired when I have just like a clean space. So, um, I would say that's what self-care is for me.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I'm sure our listeners are going to have so much that they can take away from this episode. Um, But if they want to follow
1: along with you online, where can they find you? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. This has been Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, I am on Instagram at Amber Brogdon page. And so it's Mm -hmm. Amber, Mm B-R-O-G-D-O-N-P-A-G-E and um, also AmberBrogdon.com. And um, I have a podcast called Cultivate and Celebrate.
0: And did you want to talk a little bit about the printable membership as well and what that looks like? Just because I know we mentioned it at the beginning.
1: Yeah. So my digital printable membership is um, a membership for busy women and busy mamas that want to cultivate a joy-filled life and a simplified home and just make it easy. So um, inside of the membership, you have access to all of the printables, which are home organization and life and schedule things, but also like really fun things. So Mm -hmm. making it easy to celebrate the everyday and the holidays and fun activities with the kids and just stuff to make it really fun. And they're very colorful because I love color. So (laughs) it's been fun.
0: Yeah, well, I will make sure to link all of this in the show notes um, and in the podcast description. But thank you so much for coming on, Amber. Thank you, Manali. So good to talk to you. (laughs) All right, thank you guys for tuning in and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. If you loved this episode, be sure to check out my free master class for photographers to help you book out your wedding photography business this upcoming year. I chat through three key tips that you can start implementing today to confidently raise your prices and book those dreamy clients. You can sign up at ManaliPhotography.com slash class, A S I'll see you inside.